perhaps the world's most ambitious and adventurous orchestra is one you've probably never heard of. Can you imagine making all your own instruments? Can you imagine having to make all new instruments for every single performance? Oh my God. <laughs> because it's like I built for one show approximately, let's say, 20 instruments. And if we say roughly, let's say maybe uh, 30 shows a year, so this is 600 a year, so this would be in 20 years. <gasps> 12,000, isn't it? Yes. Oh my God. My name is Patrick Hochberger, and this is a special episode of Extra Tones. That was Barbara Kaiser, a founding member of the Vienna Vegetable Orchestra. And over the past 20 years, she has handcrafted roughly 12,000 vegetable instruments. Each member of the Vienna Vegetable Orchestra uses power tools to turn raw vegetables into eggplant claps and celery guitars pepper horns and leek violins. Pumpkins are natural drums. Other vegetables are combined into the cucumber foam and leek zucchini vibrator. Perhaps most versatile is the sturdy carrot, which is shaped into horns, recorders, flutes, and marimbas. Live performances are multi-sensory experiences. Upon repeated bludgeoning, drums and sticks shatter. Cabbage is shredded and thrown across the stage. The orchestra began over 20 years ago. I spoke with Barbara over Skype to learn more. We were all friends, so we knew each other before. I can somehow remember the atmosphere. Of course, we were quite younger, and the initial idea was to do it only once. We started more the exploring things afterwards. It was more like really imitating an orchestra. On concert days, they used to meet at a market to pick their raw vegetables by hand. But today... We send a list in advance which vegetables we need. This list is really, a, I think, a funny thing to see. It's really like with, <laughs> with very precise measurements, with how long the cucumbers have to be. Also like different sizes for the carrots. I was curious how the orchestra has affected Barbara's eating habits. Does she eat fewer vegetables now or? Mm, maybe the same or more. When we started this project, we had really a lot of rehearsals and a lot of vegetables, and then we could take it home. I really explored uh, new vegetables that I never used for cooking before, and this was really yeah, a good way to explore different tastes. For concerts, they go through as much as 70 pounds of vegetables. And after, they make a huge vegetable soup, which they eat with their audience. I'm mainly inspired by the sounds that I hear of the vegetables. At the second album, we decided to do music that sounds like electronic music because vegetables sound a lot like electronic music. That's what we've been listening to. A track titled ASP off their second album, Automate. Vegetable music that sounds like electronic music. I asked Barbara 
what vegetable music means to her. We played in so many, really so many different venues or festivals where I think people got the first time in their life in touch with experimental music. And what we found out is that this thing with the vegetables <laughs> is also a really good way to bring people closer to experimental music because they come maybe for other reasons, maybe because they're curious how it works. And then they also get in touch with this really new experience. And that's a thing that we appreciate very much. In 2016, I got to spend some time around the great sound designer Gary Rydstrom, perhaps best known for giving voice to the dinosaurs of Jurassic Park. Rydstrom took to the role like a mad scientist, mixing baby elephant with tiger growl and lion's roar. For one dinosaur, he incorporated the screech of a dishwasher door. I found this the most fascinating. What Rydstrom essentially described was an approach for taking any object, discovering its various sounds, and practicing until you can play it expressively. Callum Walter is an experimental filmmaker, and at Northwestern University, he was one of my sound design teachers. I spoke with him about similarities between the vegetable orchestra and a sound technique called Foley. Foley is something that sounds a little archaic when you first hear about it, but it is still very much used and still very much kind of the preferred way to get sound effects. When you watch a movie or TV show, the images you see and the sounds you hear were likely recorded at different times and places. Footsteps, doors opening and closing, uh, the shuffle of feet, um, the sound of fabric moving, all those things that kind of breathe life back into a character. That's performed by someone called a Foley artist who is watching that clip in the studio. It's called Foley after Jack Foley, the sound artist credited with developing the technique. Foley techniques are largely unknown to the movie-watching public. But here's one you may be familiar with. In Monty Python and the Holy Grail, King Arthur does not ride a horse. It is I, Arthur, King of the Britons. Rather, his squire performs horse sounds. You're using coconuts. What? On coconuts. You've got two empty halves of coconut and you're banging them together. So? I showed Callum a video of the orchestra. <laughs> Well, and it's very cheap because it's free, the olive cheese, because nobody uses it uh, except we, the vegetable orchestra. <laughs> yes, the Vienna vegetable orchestra, or as wow. its members say with their Austrian accents, vegetable. Well, okay, so I mean, when I first saw it, you know, it's so unexpected that, that it was funny initially. And, yeah. and then there were a couple moments in there that are just really gorgeous yeah. and and beautiful and percussive and so i feel like it is in this weird place between like novel and quirky and yeah. a little silly and then also very kind of avant-garde sounding so yeah. <laughs> yeah i think what i like about the orchestra is the fact that they're irreverent on some level and they're following in this history of classical music that has this air of formality and and um and instruments carved uh, over you know months or years made specifically for one musician and that's really amazing but it's really great that they're going in there and it's like a carrot that they bought earlier in the afternoon that they're going to throw away later so it's entering into this 
uh, form of live classical music, but with this refreshing irreverence. Foley is also irreverent in that like it's willing to transform anything into something that holds a ton of importance. It will use something kind of like badly made or in a in a state of decomposition to represent something on screen that is expensive. I mean, it doesn't really matter what the object is. It's whether it has the spirit of the object on screen. So that's more of a similarity I see between them in that like both are kind of scrappy and are agile as well because of their scrappiness. Like you were talking about how many instruments have they made. It's because of the nature of, of the stuff they're working with. It's not expensive. Um, it's how they're using it. So I see that Foley is, you know, Foley rooms and Foley storage closets look like just massive piles of old junk. And everything's like brown or gray or rusting because we don't see it. We just hear it. Have you ever done, I, I really enjoy the part where they go to the market and yeah. they're playing around with things. Yeah. Have you done that either at a grocery store or at like a hardware store? Hardware store yeah. all the time. <laughs> um, it's a part of your hearing, but it engages this different level of scrutiny that you yeah. give to each sound. Callum told me a story I could relate to. I, I was just walking home uh, from the grocery store the other night with my girlfriend and there was a helicopter passing over and I was just so blown away by the way that it was reflecting off my apartment building and then there was an open field next to it and there was this really beautiful and unique experience we were having there of the sound as the helicopter was flying over and uh, I just had to like stop and listen to it and kind of see it through. A few weeks ago, a friend and I were caught in the rain and found shelter. Trapped there, we began to notice the acoustics. My left ear heard the pounding rain and distant traffic. The right, a reverberant tunnel that reflected our voices and the rain. There is music all around you. Can you hear it? 